Hey, 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 party people. Ali in Madrid and Jordan in London reporting for a podcast with extravaganza. We've got the gifts of the gab and a whole lot of crazy adventures to share. So buckle up because this cross-continental friendship is about to blow your socks off. Hey girl, hey. How are you? I am great. Long time no see. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, it has been. We haven't been here for two weeks now. Does here mean in the virtual world of Zoom? It means on this podcast recording. Okay, then yes, it has been a while. You've been a little jet setter. Yes, indeed. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, I guess. Where have you been? I just got back from Greece. I nice. had a, yeah, I had such a good time. Well, you were supposed to be on this trip, but you bailed. Yeah. <laughs> did the did the pictures make you jealous at all or no? Oh, 100%. Obviously, I knew I was going to feel jealous, but I had other priorities. I know. Didn't make it work, unfortunately. That's okay. Well, yeah, we had a fun time. So basically, for anybody listening that doesn't know, I went on a trip to Greece with two of my close friends from back home, like childhood kind of friends, him and his wife and, and another friend, essentially. Um, and Ali was supposed to go on, but she didn't. So that's okay. Well, and also just so you know, because part of you was like, oh, it's not my kind of holiday. And I mean, we actually barely, not like we didn't relax, but we moved like every two days we were moving and we saw things and sights and stuff. So I think you would have honestly had fun, but something yeah, to know for I'm, time. Yeah, I'm just not a lay by the pool or beach kind of girl. So I like to be moving and seeing cities and museums and cafes and like I could sit in a bar all day or like a cafe all day okay not literally but you know what I mean I can be chilling but a different kind of chilling I just get if so, you could sit you know. at a bar all day you could sit by the pool with a DJ it's and a drink not, in hand I just don't like being hot so <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then yeah Grace would not have been your place yeah, yeah. but yeah so the, the couple came on the weekend on Friday the week before we went on the trip and I just took them all around London and did sightseeing and we did like Fox Park uh, where there's tons of drinks and music on the weekend, which was really fun. And I got to invite some of my friends from my friends here in the UK. And that was fun to sort of have Wait. friends mixing. What? I don't think I, you've never taken me to Box Park. Is that in Shoredditch? Yeah. I've, I think I've, I've never been. There. Yes, I've but been not that. with you. I like don't go there normally. I think the last time I went there was honestly like four or five years ago. So I just kind of went because I knew they would like it. And it was a bit of a vibe and like younger people and music and stuff. So I did that and it was a nice sunny day. So I just thought it was a cool vibe to kind of hang out and get a feel for the London life. That's not yeah. just, you know, tourist stuff. I love that. Yeah. that. You know me. I love just going and seeing how people live in a certain place. They're just like restaurants and just chilling. Yeah, you would have you would have had fun, honestly. Yeah. We tried that. taking so many shots and we Gross. for some reason did not get drunk. I don't know why. Like <laughs> the, you know, we were I was honestly pissing me off. I just decided I don't drink like that much normally. And that day I was I was like, okay, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna do this like shot after shot, like, yeah, let's go. Nothing. <laughs> it was really <laughs> annoying. Fail. Yeah. But yeah, so that was cool. And it was just cool to, like I said, have my friends from here kind of see everyone got to see a different part of my life from back home and from here so yeah just being a an expat and not Mixed everyone getting to visit it was cool that monday my friend came it was pretty shitty actually the weather honestly since my friends came in london went from like sunny for two months to rainy and just kind of not nice so we just went to a pub in covent garden one of the famous ones like the one something judy this really famous pub and we got like your classic fish and, fish and chips and it was so good and i made sure that they had pims that they tried pims which they loved why did you not take them for a sunday roast oh oh i i honestly have only been for one sunday roast the entire time i lived what? here and i didn't enjoy it i love a sunday roast but i love like roasted everything so i love it the roast is good i don't like peas and i also <laughs> don't like the weird like bread thing they give you like bread Your pudding, or... pudding yeah Yorkshire what? Pudding, what? like what the f i'm trying not to cuss on this but what is it it just is not good it's plain bread that doesn't give anything you have to drown hard in gravy you drown in no. gravy yes yuck i'm anyway. gonna pass on that so yeah I've had some bad ones, but also there's some that like, so maybe you had a bad one and they had a bad experience that's like tainted you and you need to try another Yorkshire pudding. Maybe. I mean, where are you going that you're having all these Sunday roasts? 
girl, you know, I love England and I've been several times. So, so every time you come here, you go to a yes. rose? No it's way. It's cute. It's cute vibes. You know, I, I like to live that. like a local. I, I like some things that are local. <laughs> Next time I'm there, let's go for Sunday roast. Okay. Well, you, you'll have to research like a really good one because my, okay. what do you say? Like my standards aren't aren't high with that. But yeah. Greece was amazing. I went to Mykonos, to Peros, mm-hmm. and to Naxos. So three different islands. It was a total of a seven day trip. Like Mykonos was cool. Obviously, everyone knows it's like the party island. It was that sort of not my favorite. It was extremely hot. So we kind of came on the end of the heat wave. Mykonos and like a lot of those islands in that area are known for being like windy islands. The locals had said that for like the whole month, like not even like a tiny bit of wind. We were dripping, sweating, walking around. It was I was honestly uncomfortable unless you were in the pool you would have literally hated that day it was so (laughs) shitty and then of course like you know our friend who I won't name but he is a bit more of like the dramatic and so dramatic gosh I'm actually kind of glad you were there I don't know if I could have dealt with two dramatic people I just needed people to go with the flow like we all knew it was hot but he was oh my goodness just like oh gosh man I'm I'm dripping or like I just want to be at the pool I just want to like I don't want to leave yeah (laughs) he he was hilarious so yeah it was really fun and we and he actually sat mainly by the bar (laughs) not so much in the pool made friends with our bartender at the hotel and it was this really cool like boutique hotel and this guy was so nice so the second night we ended up inviting them out because he was just giving us like so many free shots and just just basically hooking us up before we would go out. We ended up inviting him and his girlfriend who also worked at the hotel out and uh, they came to dinner and then we ended up going to like a bunch of gay clubs with them. Sounds cute. It was very funny. So basically on our trip, like every two days we would go to a new ferry, a new island. You can't just go to Greece and go to one island. So we hopped around and took like these huge ferries. That was even just, uh, gosh, a journey. I'll recommend to anybody who is traveling through Europe and like that, definitely try to avoid taking like a big suitcase because honestly, your life will probably be a little bit of hell just because of like cobblestone stairs, not having a lot of, you know, elevators and things like that. You're heavy lifting pretty much everything you have. You have to be able to lift. Top that with like Americans who are used to getting in cars and just ease of life. Yeah. Again, the drama. There was, oh my gosh, Allie, there was one moment where we were on this one ferry. Well, actually, the first ferry, all my friends stayed out till like four in the morning. I had gone back early because I was kind of like done partying and I just wanted to get good rest before we had to travel. So they were all hungover. And our friend, the guy friend, we are on the boat and everyone's kind of like, oh, it's rocking a bit. You know, it's like moving. And, and I would not have to like that. <laughs> oh, wait, we had the funniest video of him just holding on to this huge pillar on the really ferry. Old. And he just his face was just like, oh, my gosh, what am I? I can't. He couldn't he couldn't do it. It was so funny. I would not have have survived on that ferry because I recently saw a TikTok about this girl's awful experience on a ferry in the Greek islands. And just what was how it? much the boat was rocking and just how everyone was throwing up on his boat. <gasps> and I am I get I get uh like motion sickness. So I'm sure even in like any kind of rocking, I would not throwing up, but I'd be like dizzy and yeah. nauseous, you know? So I was like, oh my gosh. You have to send me this video. Well, so it was a bit dramatic, but also I think just like the whole idea of having to move constantly and it being crowded. It just was funny yeah. to see like my friends who are not used to traveling travel. I feel like but that's yeah. the kind of holiday, like just based on what you're saying, that you need a vacation after a vacation because if yeah. you just go, 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 then yeah. you when you're exhausted, you're like, okay, I need to decompress. The thing is that we did relax. We did go to beach clubs. We did lay at the pool. We went swimming. We had like fun times and we relaxed. But I think the actual traveling, because our bags were so heavy, I like injured my neck and my back quite in the beginning. So a few days in, one of my muscles was like so sore just from lifting. So it is very physically demanding, but we still had time and we still got to explore in Rome. So it was sort of a mix. It's very European holiday. I think that's what most to me, European holidays are not really you being like fully relaxed that's like a caribbean holiday exactly which is lovely different vibe though but it was it was good but yeah so we had an amazing time such incredible islands incredible food honestly i think i ate 
probably pounds and pounds or kilos and kilos for whoever's listening mm-hmm. of feta. I just never had oh so much God, feta yeah. in my life. Yeah, it was so that bomb. This week I was having salads and I was like, oh, should I put feta in? I decided that I needed a break. To wrap up, though, we got back Monday night of last week and we had one day of everyone still being here before they went back to the States. My guy friend was still feeling really sick and he actually was like in the, in a bad way. He ended up having to go to the hospital that night and was in an A&E for, I think, like six hours. So he ended up sort of being ish okay. He ended up getting like medical help more when he got home. But my friends left and I was just home. Kind of the last bits before talking now, I <laughs> saw my ex on Friday Oh, meant to go for coffee and accidentally sort of went on a date <laughs> oh my god uh, hello don't judge yeah. me i mean i told you the story a little bit but just a summary two words to describe it what are your feelings now it was an interesting meeting and what i got from it was i'm really able to be strong and hold my boundaries which is great and my hypnotherapist will be very happy to hear that and also yeah, being strong and knowing what I want, and I and I see the direction I want to go in. So, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see what happens. But yeah, oop, it was yeah. fun. What can I say? That's nice. Wink. I mean, fun is nice. Yeah. So that was my week. It was really fun. What did you get up to this week, or the last two weeks, really? Yeah, two weeks. Honestly, not too much. I've been working. Like I told you guys before, I have the summer schedule, so I work eight to three, so I get off early and have the afternoons for myself. So I've just been chilling around Madrid, going to dinners and hanging out with friends. I played a sport. It's called paddle. It's kind of like pickleball or something like that. I don't know. I've been playing whatever that game is in English. I don't know what how you would translate that game. But it's, it's something with a racket on a small court, basically. I did go to Valencia for the weekend. My friend has a house there. So we just went down and stayed for the weekend. And I had the worst experience, the worst travel experience probably of my life. I, knock on wood, have not had any weird travel experiences really. There was a tunnel that had water, or I think it started with a fire. There was a fire in the tunnel. Some valve broke due to the fire. So then it started flooding. Oh my god! They got the, the fire out. And then of course, there's this tunnel that's just completely flood- flooded. So the trains can't get through it. And this is the tunnel that takes all the trains out of the city and towards Madrid. I'm at brunch with my friends and my friend gets a text from her boyfriend saying how have you guys seen the news and we're like what news and he's like oh look there's a there's like a big flood in one of the tunnels and so all the trains from valencia to madrid are stopped or delayed or canceled so we started freaking out we (laughs) finished brunch very quickly i had work the next day we needed to figure out what was happening with the trains because there was no news anywhere of like actually what the situation was like on the train company's website there was nothing so we're like okay we must we should just go there and see what's happening so we, okay. it was close to where we were having brunch anyway. So we went over there. We get to the train station. Still no news. There's just tons of delayed trains. We don't know what's happening. We end up in the end waiting at the train station for six hours. Finally, they tell us, okay, we're going to get you on this train going to a different city. When you get to the other city, we're going to switch you to another train. And then from that train, go back to Madrid. But what they didn't tell us was that this train that they put us on was not high speed. So this train took us three hours to get to this other city. And then another hour and a half from that city to Madrid. So a trip that should have taken two hours took us almost four and a half. Yeah, oh my four gosh. and a half hours. I didn't get home until 4.30 a.m. I was <gasps> supposed to work, obviously, at 8 a.m. the next morning. You didn't do it, did you? No, I texted my my boss and just told her, look, I'm not coming in. I will wake up probably at 10. Not a great experience. And it was just really frustrating. Like, I've never felt that incompetent in my life it was it's an funny adventure. it's funny because you that's like it's like the difference between me and you i'd be like hell yeah like another day in the city got an excuse gonna go back to my friends and i feel like you were like oh like i gotta get no, back but it's not even that it's not even that it's an extra day the problem is that they wouldn't like i would have had to cancel my ticket and then just wait to find out i don't i can't work from home that's a problem yeah that's annoying so, and then what else have I been up to this week? Not too much. We've had um, like street festivals, kind of like mm-hmm. the Yawning Hill kind of party, street parties where they're just like stands and music and drinking and whatever, you know? 
not quite like Notting Hill because people don't dress up, but what are they called? You know, fiestas del de barrio, basically. So like just like neighborhood parties. Okay. So I've also been consoling a friend who is going through a divorce, which is unfortunate. Oh. So just being there for my friend. Is he the one who put up your curtains? No, it's a different friend. Yeah, okay. I also had a friend this weekend who did me a major solid and helped me hang my curtains because I don't have a drill. This sounds like really weird, but I don't understand Spanish architecture. I feel like it's very different from American walls. Like we have a lot of drywall in yeah. the States and here it's like all bricks. Yeah, that's so I'm like, how? Too. Yes. So that's like a difference between the US and living abroad where I'm like, how do I hang stuff into this wall? Like I'm going through lots of layers. It is so rock solid. Honestly, so it took me a day and a half to hang my TV because I was going against steel is what it felt like. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that was been my week. Very chill, but good. Amazing. What sounds like we both had a bit of traveling and hectic traveling. Yep. <laughs> so yes, really. definitely. Oh, yeah. I forgot. We also, you and I both decided we were going to start this new book together this week. Yes. Yeah, so we started Sunday. Yeah, we started, but we started the actual book about probably two weeks ago. Yeah. So it's basically this book I saw on TikTok slash Instagram. It's called The Artist's Way. It's funny because after you mentioned the book to me, now I see it all over TikTok also. Do you really? Yes. So I wonder if that's just because we're seeing it or because your phone knows you have it now. So it's or if it's because it actually is just going viral again. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. actually. Yeah. Maybe I saw the, the beginning part of it. And then yeah. it's now kind of building. It's this amazing book that's essentially supposed to help people with kind of cultivating their creative, the creative in them and the artist in them. And you kind of follow along week by week. So you and I have decided to kind of do it weekly and catch up and kind of hold each other accountable. So yeah, I think for me, I've started only the first week, obviously yesterday, which is Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I've started doing my morning pages, which is kind of like stream of conscious writing. I started the, well? the morning pages as well. Yeah. And how, how are you finding them? The first day was so easy. I don't know why. The first day I was just like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. And my mind was just very stream of conscious, just kept going. But the yeah. second day, oh my gosh, that was so hard. And I felt like it was a cop out to write. Like, okay, so in the book, she says, it's okay to write. I don't know what to say, blah, blah, blah. But I felt like that was a cop out. So I just paused and was thinking no i don't but i i felt like okay if i just write i don't know what to say i don't know what to say until thought like i would get into a weird funk anyway so i was like okay what else is on my mind and then so then i like no i didn't actually pause like i didn't get up i just had moments where i was like you were actually you thinking? thinking i honestly do that so many times i'll have a random thought and be like oh my arm is cramping right now or oh, oh yeah gosh this is hard okay page two so you know it is i think the process is partly that bit where you're like why can't I have th thoughts or you know you have to verbalize that and just get that out but it, it keeps you going because eventually you do pick up another thought next time I'll try and not do that if you can and what I tried to do today was to set my alarm 30 minutes before I would normally wake up maybe you just set some time but yeah it's exciting no, I so, do. Yeah, what do you what are you like most hoping to get out of it I think I just don't want to have like a block of creativity I feel like I have so many ideas all of these thoughts that are either in my head on a piece of paper or in a note in my phone and so I just want to get something into the world whether that be I don't know just anything that I can get out yeah you know something more tangible okay I like that also I love you? that you're you're standing up I was like maybe that's why your internet's sucking but you're like you look you're like up like empowered ready to go <laughs> I feel very passionately about this. Sit your ass down. I'm pumped. I can tell. Um, well, for our our audio purposes, sit. Don't move. But I love what about it. you? Um, yeah, for me, I just feel I'm not in the creative job that I want. And I have so many ideas as well. As you know, so many business ideas, so many, just so many creative ideas. And I feel I'm in this place. I'm searching for my direction and where I should start laying roots. I just feel like this process is going to help me really unlock and discover and go through the motions of like identifying where I'm supposed to kind of drop my anger next and kind of focus yeah. my life. I've heard so many good things about it changing people's lives and them really taking on board what they learn from it. And 
it bringing something out in them and i'm so excited for that that's so that's good but also i have a side note you okay. said pro process which is so british like i feel like americans don't say process say pro- <laughs> process i just said process i don't like that it's so british anyway gosh yuck yes but yes i'm excited for you excited for me i hope this book does wonderful things for us so yeah to see what comes of it me too well, what should we get into today? Because I know we've yeah, covered a lot me. just on our freaking catch up. But do you have any random thoughts that you would like to get out to, into the world? Uh, I think you might. Okay, first I have one, which I've discussed with you before, which was about all these things about the color theories and the color yes. seasons. Okay, I love those. So me and my other friend have been obsessed lately about trying to figure out which color season we are. Obviously, we could just put an end to this and pay for it, but it's more fun to just talk about it like 20 times a week. I just had a breakthrough, which I think I'm actually a color season that's in between two seasons. Oh. Which is, okay, so there's, for people who don't know, there's four color seasons and they just basically are telling you which colors you should wear to make your skin look more, look more bright, to look less sleepy, I guess, to look clearer. So I've been obsessed with trying to figure out which one I am, just so it tells you like what, what colors are more flattering for you to wear. I thought I was in autumn, but now... I'm thinking I'm the season that's not really a season. It's just something that's directly between winter and fall, which is called deep. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it's just literally called deep. It's not is really this... a season. It's just like... Oh, it's in, in color, color theory. The color theory. Okay. Yeah. And so it's kind of like a blend between both of them where you're not fully like cool undertones and you're not fully warm undertones either. And so you're somewhere between both of them. That was just my breakthrough okay. this week. It's going to step up my clothing game and i'm gonna get rid of all these colors that are not flattering on me so yeah so what are what are not your colors it's just basically like the the hues of all the colors so like there's a pink but it's gonna be like a more muted pink or a more like fall colored pink Mm. so it's orange it's gonna be like a more burnt orange it's not gonna be a bright or hot orange you know it's not gonna be like a spring orange so it'll be more of like a fall like if you think of the fall colors on the trees something like that you bought that orange skirt that one time that we both have and you look really good in it. So yeah, but, but that color orange is that what color orange is that? It's not it's not completely like a bright hot orange either. You know what I mean? It is slightly more on the burnt orange. It has side. like it has like blue undertones to it yeah. that make it deeper. Yeah, yeah so, you're right. Yeah, it makes it like slightly deeper. So yeah, just something to think of if you feel like certain colors don't flatter you or if you feel like your makeup doesn't sit right on your face. Like you're like, I'm doing the exact same thing as I do every day. For some reason it looks off. It could be the color you're wearing on your body. That's oh. making your face look weird. Like, it's like Interesting. Like, oh, yeah. It's because there's another color that's making your face not look so harmonized. I relate to that so hard because sometimes yes, I same. think I like look good and then I leave and I'm so irritated by how I look. Yes. It wow. could be the colors you're wearing or even the makeup colors you're wearing. There's some people who like are they try a new eyeshadow or they try a new lipstick and like something's off. Like, I don't know what's wrong with this lipstick. It looks like similar to the other ones, but it might have like a slightly different undertone. Love that tidbit. Yes. Oh, I have I have something random that we talked about like two weeks ago that Oh what? I just have to say is blowing my mind slash confusing me. And it is the Mandela effect. So oh, yes. we talked about this. Well, I actually said I asked you, like, oh, do you know this movie, the Sh- the Shazam movie? And it's not the one we've seen in theaters in the last couple of years. It's the one that yeah, that Sinbad was in. Okay, and you guys, I have seen this movie. Like many times as a kid, it was one of my favorite movies on VHS. It is a real movie, but it's not a real movie. And apparently there's this thing called Mandela Effect, which Ali was telling me about, that it literally is like a collective group of people have this memory of something that's not true. Yes. (laughs) It is like we apparently. So they say, especially on the Internet that we're on this timeline that switched and half the people that remember this still remember from the old timeline and i yeah. swear if you go through this list i'm just I, i'm like how is i don't understand it doesn't make sense to me that this stuff doesn't exist if you watch it you'll see it either doesn't exist or like doesn't say the thing you thought it said it literally is blowing my mind and i don't know what to do about it and i was telling our friends about especially specifically the one of like luke I'm not or Luke. I'm your father. Or what is it, <laughs> Luke? Yeah, I'm your father, right? I'm your father, but he doesn't say Luke. I'm your father, and all my friends were like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "Watch this," and they're like, "No, it exists." And we watch the clip, and it doesn't exist, and we're all so freaking confused. I just don't understand. 
So okay, I just had to say that. This reminds me of something that they would, okay, this is like kind of similar, but off topic in a way. Do you remember when you would like watch a movie for the first time? I don't know if it would be in theaters or on like a VHS or whatever, but then they would bring out later like a different edit of the same movie. And you're like, wait, what happened to that one scene? And I swear as a child growing up, like no one had to tell anyone that they would just randomly delete scenes from movies and just publish it like again or like put out a new version. And yeah. I would always feel like I was going crazy as a child. I'm like, what about that one scene from the movie? Like Greece. I've seen Greece a thousand times. And I swear there's a version out there that they don't have that scene at the beach in the middle, in the the beginning, where like oh. Sandy and... and Where they Sandy, meet. Yeah, where they meet. And so I'm like, I know they, they're meeting and they're like at the beach and like we see it. I, I'm like, I went crazy for a while. I had a version that did not have that. And, I, and then finally I was like, I found the version again that had that scene. And I'm like, okay, I'm not a crazy person. I don't know, I think I it's like someone's doing this just to fuck with our heads. Yes. Oh my gosh. Wait, oh, but in the in the Grease movie, in the one that they don't have it, how do they explain how they meet again? They just don't explain it. <laughs> no. They just do the song. <laughs> what do you mean? It's the song Summer Lovin'. Yeah. Yeah. So that they have to be on the beach. They, there's no scene in that song that, that has them at the beach. They're just singing it at the high school, remember? So I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the movie starts with the scene at the beach. I know the go. scene. That's what I mean. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's so just like, the very beginning. But then but later, that explains they, how they the met again. Oh, wow. Yeah, but then also through song, they tell in the lyrics, it says like, Summer Loving, yeah. Honey, a Blast. Yeah, I know you needed to see but the it's song all like on the beach. Yeah, that's weird. Why did they do that? I just it confused down. us. Someone somewhere was like, every Director's couple cut. years, we're going to pick a, a, a film or this or that. We're just going to like pretend it didn't exist. So I like it. I don't like it. Honestly, stop it freaks me out. Us. Yeah. Stop gaslighting us. What is, you know, come on. We know. Yep. We know. Yep. We have another oh, random man. thought. Okay. Just a question. Do you tend to eat things off of plates or out of bowls? Ooh, um, I would say off of plates, but also off wow. of like napkins. What? Stop. Okay. <laughs> I had this theory that everyone is either a plate person or a bowl person. And I'm a bowl person. Like everything needs to be in a bowl for me. I'm like, I need everything to be in a bowl. But I'm like, I go to houses that like have like one small bowl. And I'm like, so you're eating like almost everything off of plates? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I will never eat a salad off of a plate. I will barely eat any like a pasta off of a plate. Like everything yeah. needs to be in a bowl for me. Well, so certain things like pasta, cereal, <laughs> um, salad. For me, I like a bowl because you need the rim. You need to like yeah. be able to yeah. mix and it not spill over. But other things that require a plate i eat like a pizza i wouldn't want to eat a pizza in a bowl okay but i eat that or box. or so oh. <laughs> wait wait ali i really wanted a pizza right now oh my gosh for later are you gonna have pizza can we have no. pizza why yeah. virtual so pizza. yeah we have a pizza party but anyways uh, i'm like a whatever it applies sometimes if i have like a mix of food and something needs a bowl I like to choose a big enough bowl, like one of those wide, low ones that I mm -hmm. can include multiple things. Yeah. But if if it's like majority flat things, mm -hmm. like like chicken and ve vegetables and stuff, yeah. the bowl like makes it slide in the middle. I don't like that. So Okay. Yeah, fair. That is very fair. But I still am a bowl person. Like I'll eat almost everything you just said out of a bowl. Okay. So you basically are going to be a bowl house lady and then you're yes. going to be the oh, one like one one big plate like a platter yep. you're secure uh -huh, but i'm just gonna wash every day <laughs> yeah yeah every time i need it i'll wash it just specifically for that use but if not bowls yeah well teach us on um i was editing our podcast as mm -hmm. you know one of the things you mentioned in the earlier podcast was about how you set these controls what do you call them like i don't so know you... it's like time controls do not disturbs i'm picking up on that i definitely didn't do it then but yesterday I was just looking at my activity and how much I use my phone and what I use, what apps and things like that. And I just noticed how many hours per day certain things I use. And I was honestly shocked, even social media, where I would say I'm not always a huge like scroller. I'm not sitting on TikTok. I still had almost four hours yesterday mm -hmm. on the apps. And it just blew my mind how much time we give to these things when we could be doing other things that are better that's crazy to us. yes you know oh i agree i don't even want to know how much time i'm spending on the apps because 
I know you use it way less than me. And if you're already using it that much, mine has got to be disgustingly more than yours. Wait, like, you I don't even want to look? Know. Why? No, I refuse. Ignorance is bliss. But that's like Stop me it. in a lot of things. Ignorance is bliss for me for a lot of things. Yep. Maybe Sorry. it's not bliss. What if I'm you discover- living in my own delusional world. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. maybe not for long. Maybe something will break through and you'll be like, wow, I could be doing, you know, I don't know, anything else. But hey. I mean, I do. I do work on a lot of things. When I'm home by myself, I do scroll. Today, I got a notification. So I set I set a limit for my social media. I set a limit mm-hmm. for my communication. And I set um, a thing so that by 10 p.m., I'm not allowed to use my phone for most things. So it's sort of like the do not disturb. Wow. Okay. Okay. At 10 Wait, p.m. But what falls under communication? Like you're not allowed to text people? Yeah. So like I try wow. to. Yeah. I mean, I can say That's no. Sad. Well, so like today, my WhatsApp was already at its limit and I was like, okay, ignore this for today. So communications like just at a certain hour. And then I have apps like my TV, my Disney Plus, my Prime Video, my Netflix um, that I... Obviously, I watch my TV, but I'm even trying to like stop or lessen how much I binge and watch every day because all day long mm-hmm. I'm listening to something. And I'm, I told you, I'm really trying to be more aware and to plug in more to reality around me. And I feel yeah. I can just easily like be listening to a podcast, be doing anything. And I need quiet time. I'm trying to like really hone this yeah. practice. That's just, it's just helping me. And when it's like, oh, do you want to ignore? It's making me second guess and be like, okay, no, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm just good. gonna step away. Why do I need to do it? You know? Yeah, so, yeah. You said something about interesting, which is that you're like, oh, I need to have quiet time, which I feel like in this day and age, no one has quiet time ever. They're either no one. like doom scrolling, they have music on, they have TV on in the background, they have like whatever on the background, and no one is like alone with their thoughts. I'm the first one to admit that I'm not alone with my thoughts. But yeah, something to keep in mind. It's funny. I was I like talking that. with my my friend um, who I went on holiday with. I was saying, oh, I need to journal. And she was like, oh, yeah, I can't journal. Like, I, I don't need to know my thoughts. I'm good. I, she's like, I'm not one of those people. I, I don't even want to reflect. I just want I just go, go, go. And I tried to encourage her to do it because I think yeah. you don't realize what you're doing, why you're doing. And you'll end up just like journaling. It really gives you a moment to sort of sit with yourself again in that kind of silence. Yeah. Which I think is so important for people. Otherwise, it's like you don't even know what you think or are you yeah. just being fed things? The therapy, they talk so much about how everything we watch, all the TikToks we listen to or like watch, listen to Instagram, everything we're seeing is a form of hypnosis. And we mm-hmm. actually are susceptible all day long to this stuff filtering. And even when you're like driving a car and you're, you know, when you kind of like keep driving and you're not paying attention and you end up somewhere kind of mm-hmm. automatically without thinking yeah, about that autopilot. is actually autopilot autopilot yeah so that's your that's your subconscious kicking in but in, in that time whatever you're thinking about or doing like that is hypnosis so all these things where we, we think we're kind of numbing out and letting our brain go idle and listening and watching things it's actually going into our mind and who knows what it makes us think about ourselves yeah. about what we want you know scary yeah gotta reflect yeah. i mean yeah. i love journaling i've always loved journaling like i've been journaling for years not maybe sometimes I'll like go for like a week without journaling or whatever two weeks without journaling but like it's still like always there that I love to do it do you really I didn't know that yeah and I won't get rid of my journals like I have my journals still from like years like I won't get rid of them you know what you know like in some movies it's like a mafia guy and he has like a huge study with all those journals and he'll like go and look at his old journals from like whatever 20 years ago like I want to be that person I want to have like a study with like like one <laughs> official journal that's like moleskin that's like a certain moleskin skin that I buy every single time and they all look the same and I have like a row of journals like that would be goals be like 70 and be like here I'm gonna pull out my journal from 2005. I love that I love collecting but also I, I have to side note that I was nodding along when you said the mafia in their journals. And I have to say, I've never seen any mafia with journals. So what are you watching? Maybe it's not mafia, but you know, like there's like some businessmen in some movies that like will have a study or like a whatever their office and they'll have like all those journals. I don't know. I need to think about what exactly which movies these are and I'll come back to you. But there's definitely I'm I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna find it. I'll put it in the stories and on Insta later. I know it's from a movie and I've always like that image sticks with me. Okay. 
yeah, you, you get back to me on that. But I, I really, it's, I, I've always loved, I used to do like journals where I would write every single day and then on like the left side, I would always mm-hmm. put like pictures or like I'd try to print out stuff from that day so I could have visual memories of that as yeah. well to go with it. Always boy crushes, you know, so. Yeah, that's always fun to journal about. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Well, then that makes sense why it's so easy for you to start with the stream of conscious because you're used to yeah. journaling. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I love it. Okay. This is not to like completely change the subject, but it sort of is. I guess I'm going to just go for it. Have you seen Dave? Do you watch Dave? It's a show, right? Yeah. On like HBO. I think I've seen it before. Yeah. It's like about a rapper. Yes. And he's a white guy. Yes. Have you watched yeah. all the seasons? Um, probably not, but I think I've definitely seen it. Okay. Well, I just watched or I'm watching season three and there's this scene where he's at like a house of someone. I'm not trying to give spoilers to people who haven't watched it. But Wait, sorry. Yeah. I said he's a white guy, but he's not. Yeah. He's black. No, oh. Dave, not Dave the rubber. The oh, rapper he, name is Little he's Dicky. He's like a gi- ginger. Yes. Not Dave the like British rapper. Okay. Anyways, he's in a, in a town, like in small town America, basically. And he meets like this very conservative family and they have like a conversation and he says, oh, don't judge me because like he says something to the family and then she's like oh well you're like kind of liberal blah 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 and he's like oh don't judge me you don't even know my values and she says okay so what are your values and he completely freezes and doesn't even know what his values are and he has to go and call his mom and so i was Mm. like actually thinking and i was like i don't know if i could say like there's a couple i could say but actually interesting i don't know if people really reflect on what their values actually really are without being like a sellout and saying oh integrity um like some like things that are like kind of fake yes obviously everyone says those things like like trustworthiness we go like oh trustworthiness honesty like i'm like do you really connect to those values or not it was an interesting thing that i was thinking of and then that also I had seen a video on TikTok a couple of days before that that was also about values and okay. how to figure out what your values are. And so I was like, oh, I should do this with Jordan and see if she can if she knows what her values are. Like maybe you already know off the off the bat, you've done this exercise by yourself. Like you just have thought about it and like what your own values are. But I feel like it's mm. something like I personally have not like pinpointed to like be like, these are definitely my values, you know? So I'm gonna take you through this video that this guy said. His name is Steve. I don't know what his username is, but he just it says Steve on TikTok. <laughs> he basically says that for any long-term relationship, it's important to have similar values with your partner. Otherwise, it's gonna be hard for it to last long term right like that's yeah. a foundation for a relationship and so he wait question sorry does he say how many values like what's the percentage that needs to line up no i don't think so at least not this is like kind of a clip i feel like it's from like a clip from a longer video i'll have to go back and watch it again and see if he has more videos but obviously the more the better let's be real but yeah. i'm sure if you only have like two out of like your 20 or like your 10 that's not probably a good ratio you probably want to be as close to all as possible you know what i mean he said think of seven values that are like really important to you so it could be like family like that's like family values like really valuing your family and the time you have with your family or if that's like something like that you need in a relationship or you know friend time like there's some people who like they see their friends twice a year they see their friends like once every three weeks or something like it's obviously probably important but i don't know if that's like someone would call that their value so okay he says in order to pinpoint your values he says to write down every time you've had an emotional reaction to something I guess in this case, it'd be like a strong emotional reaction to something. So he says this is like from it could be from last week. You could do this exercise next week and see throughout the week what makes you triggered in some way or think of really emotional times in your life and what triggered strong emotional reactions and like what made you feel a certain way. And he says that every time that you've been triggered by something, there's an emotion that's attached to whatever happened. And that's a good indicator of what you value. Okay. So like if you want to think of some times that you were really triggered by something, because he says like basically that memories, if you have a memory of something strong in your head, it could be happy, sad. He says memories don't exist without an emotion. Okay. Okay. So I think the exercise to be able to make it a little bit more concise is how about we think about three positive and three negative events or stories or things that's happened to us in our lives that like really affected us in a either a positive or a negative way. And then we can like interpret it those times to see what values would be connected to those moments how does okay, that sound i love it yeah okay sounds let's great. do it hi we are back and we've both taken some time to kind of write our three ali do you want to share maybe one one from each and we can kind of see what we think they are okay basically it's friendship because i know that my the most fulfilling moments of my life are like time spent with friends and just having fun and I don't know just time spent with friends I know like I will look for a partner 
who values friendship and like I value people in my life who also value friendship and will like put in as much as I put in or make time to see me and call me you know I just I that's something I value immensely in life yeah I like that I I think I actually similarly feel that way and also with love actually love is probably my top value one of my top values like friendships or romantic for me if nothing else existed but love existed I'd be happy Julie, but what do you mean by that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how is that a deep value? Because I can say, oh, uh, loyalty, but like, maybe it doesn't have like a deep meaning to me that like really makes me feel passionately mm. about that word. What is it like? What do you mean by love? I, th- I think like showing and expressing love freely. I okay. think, you know, prioritizing love, prioritizing, like caring about people and yeah like de- so what does that look like in a friendship or like what does that look like in a partnership or, like, with a so I, th- couple? I think in some ways your friends showing up for you even when you don't expect it people who you have who you like unconditional love mm-hmm. and demonstrating that in different ways whether it's yeah being there for you when you're down talking to you when you're going through a breakup for a million hours at repeating mm-hmm. yourself over and over like you've done friends is one thing right to have com- community and to have people around you but for me, the root of that is love. Like to me, that is caring for people in a deep way. No, I get that. Okay, I have another one. Again, I don't have like a concrete story, but I know like something that triggers me is like when okay. people have a lack of ambition. I know that sounds like a bit harsh, but like <gasps> yeah, it, it does. It does trigger me. I don't know why. Like I know not everyone is ambitious, and I know like that's like, that's fair. But I feel like for me, in my friendships, and also in my romantic relationships i like people who are ambitious obviously ambition is very vague it can mean different things to different people so i don't mean like oh you have to be a billionaire and like have dreams of being a billionaire it just means like having goals and like working to complete them for me it's like people who like have no goals and or no structure which goes along with ambition it's something that i like really love in my friends and in my family and in everyone who surrounds me for me that's something that's super i would i wouldn't be able to have like a romantic partnership without with someone who's not ambitious that's interesting because yeah. i feel like i could have friends who aren't as ambitious but Same. i couldn't have i couldn't have a romantic partner that wasn't ambitious that's true Interesting. I think friends can be very, like, sort of lots of purposes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that being said, I feel like my best friends are, none of them are not ambitious. All of my yeah. best friends are ambitious. They're all in different things, like constantly setting new personal goals for themselves. And then, I, of course, I have friends that don't have those things, but like, they're not my close, I wouldn't say they're my close friends. But then again, ten- like, people tend to have their friends reflect who they are. And so yeah. that makes sense because you're ambitious. So the people yeah. closest to you, feel almost like a reflection in some way okay so i heard on this instagram podcast these two guys were talking and they were friends one of them had heard the other talking to another friend and that he had said if they had to judge him on who their friend was would they see it in an accurate reflection or be proud of saying like that's like them yes i think i saw that video and he said yes and i think that's really cool like i think you should want to have the people around you and your people closest to you. You should be proud and sort of like they should be some sort of reflection accurately of a piece of you. And so I think that's probably why a lot of your close people are ambitious because the closer they are to you, the more they are like you. They are a reflection of you. Cute. I love it. I know. I know. It was very cute. Okay. So tell Uh, me another one for you. Okay. So for me, one of my bad ones, so my experiences, I have plenty of experiences. I've pretty much been cheated on by every single boyfriend I've ever had, except for my last one. So I guess the jury's out on what happens with him. But I think for me, cheating, lying about it. And to be honest, not not even just the cheating, because one of my boyfriends, the first one, we were young and he ended up confessing to me. And I did forgive him because he was extremely honest to the point of, telling me like the weird bizarre dirty details of what happened <laughs> which we could get into that story another time it's actually really hilarious so oh, if you ever want to know the ones that were the worst to me were when i could feel like my intuition i they just were lying and mm-hmm. i would much rather have had them tell me the truth than honestly yeah. find out and i feel like it's like deception mm-hmm. and and che- cheating but deception is really kind of huge for me so I feel like for me my value is really in being it like having integrity and being honest like those things yeah. if you can't be that way I don't want to know you oh that is major for me also I cannot stand people who don't have integrity 
like there's nothing that makes me more infuriated is that people who like don't do what they're gonna they don't do what they're they say they're going to do who don't have like a moral compass which obviously morals are also kind of like subjective in a sense but you know morals as far as we've all come to agree as a human population it makes me infuriated like that infuriates me so i totally agree with you that's definitely one of my major ones my major triggers that's a big one for me the other one i guess is people who are unkind or say mean things or super judgmental or super critical Mm -hmm. of others like i try not to do that and everyone has their faults but Mm -hmm. when i just hear people doing it all the time off the record you told me you know when thinking about this it's not just about like your own experiences it's like even you know if you're watching the news and you're hearing somebody with the opposite opinion what are things that they say that bother you and for me it's just like we don't know what's going on in anyone's lives i try to catch myself in this but i really hate Honestly, when people are just saying mean things and just being super critical or unkind or super judgmental all the time to people, like that is such an irritating thing. I'm curious what you think that value is because I don't know what that would be. This is what I think the value could be. It could be coming, it could come down to empathy, which is one of mine. Mm. It's like, it's just putting yourself in that person's shoes. And before you criticize someone for whatever they're doing, you just think, why are they doing this? Even if it's like a horrible thing. It's like, okay, why do they get to this point to do whatever they're doing? And just being like, I feel sorry for you that you feel that way. You know, it's kind of cheesy, but like, I'm going to send you love and I hope you get through that because that's horrible the way you're talking about someone. You must feel horrible about yourself. Mm. Of course, like gossip is interesting. It can be fun, whatever. But like getting to the point where you're very critical of people, I feel like that's where it really takes a turn. Like gossip becomes gross. Yeah. Sometimes critical can not always be harmful, but helpful. Yeah. But I think when it turns into like full on judgment and you're sort of casting judgment onto somebody or saying like mm-hmm. they're this or they're that or you or I, I, you know, I hate them or this, you know, just that kind of language. It just bothers me. And in the past, I've had friends that I still love dearly. I noticed that when I was around them, I was feeding more into this like gossip and talking about people and sort of judging. And I really didn't like it. And I just realized I don't want to partake in this. And I need to kind of like avidly step out of this because I don't know, to me, it feeds like a negativity and I don't like to feel negative or like to feel negativity. I don't want to put any judgment on anybody. I mean, I feel like there's another word we're missing probably. That's the opposite of that to make it a value. But like for me, me personally, I would tie that for me personally, to empathy. Like I value empathy. I value, I really value people who can be empathetic, even when people are having their worst day to be like, look, you're going through it. I feel for you. Yeah, I would agree with that, honestly. And also, if if any of our listeners can come up with anything better for that one, please tell us because I'm curious. Do you yeah, like, have another one that's, it's like my cutest one. Like I really value having fun. I feel like the world is can be so negative and so sad and so kind of comes back to my like ignorance is bliss thing where I'm like, I really like to take time to just have fun and be like, okay, we're not going to think about all the heavy things that are happening in the world, like for a future partner, for friends also, like I value fun a lot. I can be a serious person. I can be like very intense because that's like another of my things. I'm like very like, I love to have deep conversations. So whatever value is connected to that is my other personality. But I love having fun as well. I relate to that. It's so funny. And it's, again, like to me why we're friends. But I know with my last partner, sometimes like I'm like that. I I feel I love to go deep and I like to know about things. And I'm a little bit more less on the ignorance is bliss all the time thing. Like I think I can Mm -hmm. go a little bit more like I like to be really aware. But a part of me is like regardless, there's so many things we can't do anything about. And the world is often the way it is. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, it's like, I do want to feel and live as much as I can and have fun. So I yeah. can relate to you and I can see why we can talk about stuff, but we, we like to like live in the, the lighter side of things at times, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it's cause I'm much like very sensitive that like, I will, I'm like very empathetic. So I feel like all yeah. the emotions and sometimes I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. So I can't get into certain things because I know I'm just feel all the emotions. Like if I see news that's like sad, I'll just be messed up for the rest of the day thinking about it. So I'm like, okay, I also need to dedicate time to like fun. Like I do like to be aware of things. I'm not like ignorance is bliss and everything, but sometimes I'm like, I, that's too much. Like it's too much for me. Let's get yeah. into the fun things. <laughs> Besides that, I also agree with the other one you said about like beautiful nature sites and things. I love that. One of my things that I think... It reminded me of the experience that you went through the other day with like the train. I feel like I traveling always have like the most chaotic, crazy stories. Like 
I'm always having something happen to me while I'm traveling. <laughs> In recent times, less, but honestly, like bags breaking, getting stuck places, like being alone, not knowing the language, just just mishaps and challenges that I've had to deal with and that like kind of break you down emotionally or physically. When I overcome them, I feel so good. And I think one of my values is really being, and I think I live my life like this in some way, if I'm kind of always picking myself as being resilient. Mm -hmm. Like I really value being resilient and, and people that can be resilient. Like I would rather not hear someone complain about something. I think there's such a value in dealing with shit and coming on the other side and it feeling so good when you do yeah. overcome those hard things, you know? Yeah. I think this is actually really funny because this is one of the values where I know we are different because yeah. I've just seen it in our friendship, which like, that's not to say that I don't value it, but it's not like one of my like deep values as a person, you know what I mean? Where I don't feel it in my bones, like the other values that I've told you about so like that's yeah. actually really funny because I know that about you like I will complain a thousand times more than Jordan and she'll be like yeah okay cool and she'll just like yeah. shut me down immediately and I'm like I know that she will not deal with my complaining at all but I, I love to complain like I yeah. like not love of course but like in the moment when you want to complain it just feels good for me it feels good to complain like it is it's like very superficial for me like I don't actually feel the complaint and what I, would like, be that value then what would be your value of liking to complain what is that because I just feel indif indifferent you know what I mean like that's okay. just it like I don't feel a value towards that like like a happy I also yeah I don't feel passionately either way towards it sometimes I'm like yeah I love to just have like a little complaint like ah it's so hot it's like I don't <laughs> feel it like as a complaint I just am like kind of stating the obvious of like oh I'm so bored oh I'm so tired uh like it's so hot uh oh but that being said I will complain but I do not like to sit in complaints like I say it to just get it out and like not sit in it but I I will say it so that people we can find a solution that's one thing I do feel passionately towards well I had a lot of fun doing that exercise I always love same dive deep with you me too I'm gonna be aware of my other triggers as well and see if I can come up with more values <gasps> oh actually just so you know this week in our uh, week exercise that we need to do for our book, uh -huh. actually we have to think about some of these things, but related to people, some people okay. experiences. So cool. very timely. So maybe we can touch nice. back next week. Yes, let's do it. Awesome. Well, this was fun and okay. I'll catch up with you next week. Okay. See you soon. Yay. Episode three down. Bye. Bye.